Coming up on Inside Baylor Sports. It's a three-peat for Baylor women's basketball as the Lady Bears celebrate another Big 12 championship. Plus, the Lady Bears took on UConn in a nationally televised top five showdown. And the Baylor men face another pivotal week with games against Iowa State and Oklahoma. These stories and Baylor baseball's home opener coming up right now on Inside Baylor Sports. Inside Baylor Sports is presented by the Baylor Graduate School and brought to you by Hillcrest Baptist Medical Center, the official health care provider of the Baylor Bears. Toyota, right now find a great deal on a new Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. By Dr. Pepper, always one of a kind. By Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, moments worth covering are never accidents. By HEB, here everything is better. And by the Baylor Graduate School. Discover, learn, make a difference. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Inside Baylor Sports. I'm Lori Fogelman. John Morris will join us a little bit later from Waco. We're in Hartford, Connecticut for a top five big Monday showdown between the top-ranked Baylor Lady Bears and the Yukon Huskies. This is the fourth all-time meeting between the two national women's basketball powerhouses. Here now is a recap from the Excel Center. The last time Baylor played Connecticut at the XL Center, Brittany Griner missed eight free throws and the Lady Bears lost by one. This time around, number 42 was perfect from the line and reached yet another milestone in her storied career. The free throw is on the way. Welcome to the 3000 Club, Brittany Griner. The battle between the Lady Bears and Huskies lived up to its hype Monday night as the two powerhouses fought back and forth until the final buzzer. We were able to do things tonight that we haven't had to do in months. We had to manage a game. We had to really execute some things. We had to listen in timeouts. We had to make plays on the defensive end of the floor. I just thought we did a good job at sticking together and playing hard and going as hard as we could and staying as a team. And I just felt like this really helped us bond as a team and it would help us later in the season. Brooklyn Pope came off the bench and provided a huge spark for her team as she scored 18 points, tallied nine rebounds and grabbed three steals. Just do your job, stay in your element and finish layups, you know, because a lot of times I don't finish the layup and that kind of destroys everything that we have going if I don't finish a wide open layup. When Baylor started the game 0 for 5, the Lady Bears did not panic. Instead, they focused on defense until the shots began to fall. Despite shooting below 30% for the half, Baylor trailed by only three at the break. I realized that halftime when you're only down three and your two All-Americans are three for 19, you had 15 offensive boards, you shot so poorly that it couldn't get any worse and that we were going to be okay. Into Brittany again, working against Dolson. Turn, shoot, scores. Baylor has the lead for the first time tonight, 30-29. to 29. Baylor opened the second half with two consecutive buckets to take its first lead of the game. Double team, Brittany. Underneath the Brooklyn Pope, two points, Baylor. Odyssey into Brittany. Double team, Brittany spins from the baseline, shoots and scores. After scoring only four points in the first 20 minutes, Greiner ended up with 25, and the Lady Bears won 76-70. 
The Baylor women return to conference play on Saturday against I-35 rival Texas. The Lady Bears had the opportunity to celebrate with their fans at the Ferrell Center the program's third straight and fourth overall Big 12 regular season title. The celebration began early as All-American Brittany Griner was honored for becoming the eighth Division I female player to reach 3,000 career points. The award got BG going early as she outscored Texas by herself in the first half. Griner 20, Longhorns 16. She finished with a game-high 30 points, moving her up three spots on the all-time scoring list. Well, today she passed Cindy Blodgett of Maine for number seven. She's gone past Cheryl Miller at number six. She's passed Shamiqua Holmesclaw at number five. So right now, Brittany Reiner, the number five all-time leading scorer in NCAA Division I women's basketball. Brittany honestly could have gone down and may still go down as the all-time leading scorer in women's basketball, but she didn't come here and ask to do that. Brittany came here and said, hey, I want to help you win national championships. The Lady Bears defense gave Texas fits all afternoon. Baylor scored 24 points off 23 Longhorn turnovers. I thought our defense, honestly, was maybe a little bit better than our offense today. I thought uh, credit Texas, they took away some things. At the half, about 80 former players were introduced and honored. The current team stayed out on the floor during the break for a quick photo. Awesome that she had us, brought us all back. I love the tradition, and I think the program's doing awesome, so I love to see everybody here uh, just showing their support for Baylor. In the second half, Baylor's other All-American, Odyssey Sims, helped put Texas away as Baylor beat the Longhorns 67-47. to The 2013 Big 12 champions. And let the celebration begin. It's a good day for Baylor women's basketball and all of uh, the Baylor fans. Uh, it's fun to watch them come on the floor and help us cut the nets down. And uh, it was a sold-out arena, and it was a televised game. And uh, sometimes it's hard to keep pushing yourself when you've already wrapped up a championship. But true competitors find a way to grind it out. Growing up, that was the biggest deal when we were little kids, getting to go up there with mom and now getting to be part of the team and still having the opportunity to climb up there even though my brother couldn't make it it's just I'm going to cherish those memories forever. Great crowd, great atmosphere and um, I'm just so happy that uh, we got to celebrate today. Still ahead on Inside Baylor Sports, we'll join John Morris in Waco for a recap of Baylor men's basketball. Also ahead on the show, we'll hit the diamond for Baylor baseball's home opener. Inside Baylor Sports, we'll be right back. You know, you see a little bit of everything here. Whether it's down a city block or along a country road, this is home. We're looking out for friends and neighbors. Well, it's a way of life. More than auto, home, life, fences, crops, and livestock. It's about moments. And moments worth covering are never accidents. So call 877-FARM-BUREAU. You could save up to 40% on your auto insurance. Millions of girls are told they're pretty. But not many end up becoming a model. Even fewer decide to put their face in front of someone who wants to rearrange it. And now, instead of fighting for a cover shot, I'm fighting for gold. I'm Michaela Mayer, and I'm one of a kind. 
Here we go! It's not about megabytes or pixel ratios. Bandwidth. More resolution. It's not even about technology. It's about how it works. We're good. For you. At Time Warner Cable, we're moving technology forward to bring you back this is awesome, Dad. to what matters most. Hillcrest Emergency Center's Fast Track Express, exceeding national healthcare benchmarks for rapid assessment and treatment of minor emergencies and illnesses. Friendly staff greet patients, and symptoms are quickly assessed by trained professionals. If it's not too serious, you might be the perfect candidate for Fast Track Express. Available from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. seven days a week. Hillcrest Emergency Center's Fast Track Express at our I-35 and Highway 6 Hillcrest campus. Getting you back on track fast. Once a year, we truly raise the stakes. Toyota Truck Month. Don't miss the year's best deal on a brand new Texas-built Tundra Crew Max Special Edition. Get zero for 60 plus 3,000 cash on a 2013 Tundra Crew Max Texas Edition for a total savings over 7,700. Toyota, let's go places. And welcome back. John Morris from Baylor Ballpark, where the Bears played their home opener this week under ideal conditions. We'll get to that in a bit, but let's go across the parking lot to the Farrell Center, where Scott Drew and the Baylor man had a tough two-game stretch this week. It began Wednesday night at home against Iowa State. It is Baylor and Iowa State. Big 12 basketball tonight from the Farrell Center. These two teams, two of the three, tied for fourth place in the league standings. The Bears trying to stay in that upper echelon as they head down the home stretch of the Big 12 regular season. Baylor got off to an early six-point lead thanks to a pair of threes by Brady Heslop and Pierre Jackson. He is in there scrapping for every loose ball. Here's Jackson a three, and he drains it from straight away. The Bears hit five from deep in the first half. We just try to focus on getting our big touches and playing inside out. I know a lot of times they try to double off of us, so we try to use that to our advantage and get some open shots for our guards. Jackson then turned up the defense with a steal and dunk. That was just the beginning of a big night for Jackson. Stolen away by Pierre Jackson. Jackson, another steal. The alley-oop. Oh, he made it. It was an alley-oop attempt to Corey Jefferson, but it went in. Basket, Pierre Jackson, and the crowd loves it. But Iowa State closed the half on a 12-7 run and led 41-36 at the break. They were just more aggressive on the offensive glass. You know, they got a lot of... Uh, out of their arm rebounds and kick off the three. That's probably one of the hardest things to guard. The Bears quickly answered in the second with a 10-2 run, sparked by Corey Jefferson. Corey Jefferson, he dunks it and he's fouled. Offensively, we were good. Uh, we scored when we needed to. Jefferson finished with a double-double, 15 points and 10 rebounds. Jackson's three capped the run that pulled Baylor within a point at 47-46 with just over 16 minutes to play. Played an unbelievable game, eight assists, three turnovers, uh, 13 for 19, 30 points. But the Bears could never quite get over the hump as Iowa State made 11 of 28 shots from beyond the arc. The Cyclones lead the nation in threes made per game. You know, that's their uh, best asset is shooting threes. And, uh, they got five guards basically out on the wings, and uh, we got a hard time matching up. In the end, the Bears came up short, 87-82 the final. 
So after the midweek game at home against Iowa State, Scott Drew and the Bears hit the road, headed to Norman to take on the OU Sooners on Saturday. As Pierre Jackson goes, Baylor goes. And Jackson and the Bears had a tough going against Oklahoma Saturday evening. Pierre Jackson dribbles back between the rings, gets a screen from Corey Jefferson, gives it to Austin. His three is good. BU made only 11 of its 45 attempts in the first half and trailed the Sooners by 26 at the break. I want to start out by uh, um, apologizing to Baylor Nation. Um, worst job of coaching I've uh, done this year in the first half and uh, apologize for the team's effort and uh, lack of focus, intensity um, in the first half. Well, individually for me it was tough. Uh, I settled for a lot of jumpers. Uh, wasn't really aggressive going to the right. Uh, as a team, it was just they were just executing. We didn't do enough to stop it. And when number 55 and the Bears took the court in the second half, it looked like a different team. Austin backing down Osby. Banker right side is good. Jackson drives, spins. Teardrop layup is good by Pierre Jackson. The Bears outscored the Sooners 55-43 in the second half. But Oklahoma's nearly perfect shooting from the charity stripe proved to be the difference as Baylor lost 90-76. Proud of second half, how we responded, how we played, uh, came back, competed. I think Oklahoma did a great job. Uh, game plan wise, did a great job uh, getting to the free throw line. Jackson ended the game with 28 points, four rebounds, and eight assists. He became the fifth Baylor player to reach 1,000 career points in two seasons. We'll stay with us coming up after a break. We'll get to Baylor baseball, the home opener against Texas State, plus the weekend series against the UCLA Bruins. Inside Baylor Sports, we'll be right back. Welcome back on Inside Baylor Sports from Baylor Ballpark. And after opening the 2013 season on the road last weekend, Steve Smith and the Bears play their home opener Tuesday night here at Baylor Ballpark, hosting the Bobcats of Texas State. The Bears playing their first official game on the new turf at Baylor Ballpark. BU looking to build on last year's storybook season. The Bears went to work in the first inning. Mitch Price's two-out RBI single scored Lawton Langford. That tied the game at one. First inning might have been the key, uh, you know, with Price coming up. And and uh, I don't know when any of us have seen Lawton Langford hit a ball that far, you know, <laughs> in that gap out there. But, I mean, he's gotten stronger. Uh, and, uh, you know, and then Mitchell gets up there as a freshman and, you know, comes up with a pretty pretty good A-B to drive that run in. Baylor kept the offense rolling in the second. Logan Brown's sack fly gave the Bears the lead. Nate Goodwin and Nathan Orff also drove in runs as the Bears capped a four-run inning. The only inning we really got anything going is the bottom of the order that got it going. Uh, and, you know, uh, you know, their guy was throwing a lot of strikes, and he's, that's not a bad guy to try to start a runner off of and swing the bat. That was more than enough support for Sean Spicer. The sophomore pitcher threw a career-high three innings and allowed just one hit with three strikeouts en route to his first victory. He did look like he was a little amped up to me. He was working really fast and might have, you know, spent some energy, you know, just dealing with the emotions of it. But he got after it. He threw a lot of strikes. They fouled a lot of balls off. Orff added some insurance in the sixth with an RBI bunt single. Orff went three for four on the night as the Bears won 6-3 the final score. 
The Bears wrapped up the week with a home three-game series against 12th-ranked UCLA that began Friday here at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor continuing its early season schedule against the Golden State. Eight of the Bears' first nine games are against teams from California. UCLA struck early in game one with an RBI single off starter Max Garner in the top of the first. But the Bears quickly answered in the bottom half, tying the game on Cal to a sacrifice fly. Garner settled in after that. He gave up just two runs on five hits in five innings of work. He also finished with five strikeouts. They're a good hitting team. They're fouling off a lot of pitches and really making me work for my outs. And uh, you know, my pitch count was really high after the first three innings, but you know, just kind of kept plugging away, just trying to get us through. UCLA scored runs in the third, sixth, and seventh innings to go up four to one. Baylor plated another run in the bottom of the seventh on another sack fly, this time by pinch hitter Brett Doe. The Bears entered the ninth inning down four to two. Tui drew a bases loaded walk to make it a one run game with two outs. But after that, Wes Mercurio grounded out as the Bears fell four to three. I thought we had a lot of chances throughout the game, you know, uh, kind of that one hit away from, from a win. And, I thought we fought hard and we played pitch by pitch. Game two starter Dylan Newman kept UCLA hitters guessing on Saturday. Newman threw five innings of four hit ball. He did settle down in the third, fourth, fifth inning. He was he was down a lot and had uh, command of, of secondary stuff. With the game scoreless in the fifth, Tui unloaded his first home run of the season. A two run shot just over the right field foul pole. I thought it was fair running down first, but I mean, I was just hoping and praying that it didn't go foul. Relief pitchers Colt Browder and Ryan Smith held UCLA to just one hit over the final four innings. Just trying to make pitch to contact and really let our defense work. We got with Dalpo at first and Lawton at second and Jake and Cal. It's pretty potent infield, so sure trying to use that to my advantage. The Bears added some insurance with three runs in the eighth as Baylor evened the series with a 5 to nothing shutout of the Bruins. The series wrapped up on Sunday. For Game 3 results, go to BaylorBears.com. Well, that's it from Baylor Ballpark, but stay with us. When we come back, we'll rejoin Lori in Connecticut with a look at Baylor track and field at the Big 12 Indoor Championships. But first, here's this week's Time Warner Cable Call of the Week. Oh! It goes in! It's a three-pointer for Pierre Jackson! Had it all the way! Does he get an assist and a basket? New Holland, the world's best-selling tractors. It gives you the power and muscle you need to get the job done at an affordable price. Visit Equipment Depot online at eqdepot.com for great savings on New Holland tractors. Take a test drive and spin the prize wheel today at Equipment Depot. Baylor Bear Energy is the only electricity program that supports the future of Baylor University and Baylor Athletics. You have the right to choose what company you buy your electricity from. Why wouldn't you pick one that supports the same things you care about? Hi, I'm Lindsay, Senior Sales Manager for Baylor Bear Energy. Let us show you how you lower your home or business electricity costs and support the Bears. Give us a call or visit BaylorBearEnergy.com today.
Cheers to being one of one. A true one of a kind. This is Texas. We like our smoked brisket smokier. And our jalapeno chips jalapeno-ier. H-E-B brand products are made for the love of Texas. And they just happen to cost less. At first he'd ask for one bag of H-E-B chips, then two, three. He said the other guys kept eating them. <laughs> our customers approve our H-E-B brand products before they get to the show. And they're guaranteed. But I still prefer to do my own research. No other store makes products just for us Texans. No store does more than my H-E-B. Bob, these projections, they're optimistic. Productivity up, cost down, time to market reduced. Those are good things. Upstairs, they will see fantasy. Not fantasy, logistics. UPS came in, analyzes supply chain, inventory systems. UPS. UPS. Not fantasy. Who would have thought? I did. We did, Bob. We did. Got it. Are you a forklift short of a full load? Need an extra scissor lift? Equipment Depot has more than 2,000 units ready to give you a lift. When we need rental equipment for Baylor Athletics, our first call is to Equipment Depot. Make it yours as well. If you like the Baylor gear John and Lori wear on the show, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore, your official bookstore in the Baylor parking facility, and online at efollett.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Baylor Sports. We wrap up this week's show from Hartford, Connecticut, with a look at the Baylor track and field team's weekend at the Big 12 Indoor Championships in Ames, Iowa. Winter Storm Q postponed action until Saturday. Once things got underway, Baylor had a fairly successful start to the meet. Aaron Atkinson finished second in the weight throw, while Felix Obi tallied a third-place finish in the long jump. 14 other Bears and Lady Bears qualified for finals on Sunday, including Tiffany McReynolds for the 60 meters and 60 meter hurdles and Everett Walker for the 60 meters and 200 meters. For the latest results, make sure you visit BaylorBears.com. Moving on, the sixth-ranked Baylor equestrian team opened the spring season in style on Saturday with an upset over number three, Oklahoma State. The Bears began with a 4-1 lead in fences, but the Cowgirls battled back and took the lead in horsemanship. That set up a dramatic victory for Baylor in reigning that squared the match at 10-all. The meet then came down to raw scores as the Bears won by a slim 119-point margin. Time now for our Toyota look ahead to the upcoming week in Baylor Athletics. On Monday, women's golf will be in New Orleans for the Sugar Bowl Intercollegiate, while the Lady Bears basketball team will play at Oklahoma. Acrobatics and Tumbling will host its first home meet of the season Tuesday, and Baylor baseball faces Pepperdine at the Baylor Ballpark. Then on Wednesday, women's tennis is at Texas A&M, while men's hoops plays in West Virginia. Baylor softball opens a weekend tournament in Tempe, Arizona on Friday. Baylor baseball begins play at the Astros in Action College Classic. Softball and baseball continue on Saturday. Men's tennis will host a pair of matches. Women's basketball is in West Virginia, while men's hoops are at home against Kansas State. The week wraps up with softball and baseball on Sunday. That does it for this week's show. For John Morris in Waco, I'm Lori Fogelman from Hartford, Connecticut. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next week for more Inside Baylor Sports.
Inside Baylor Sports, presented by the Baylor Graduate School, has been brought to you by Hillcrest Baptist Medical Center, the official health care provider of the Baylor Bears. Toyota, right now, find a great deal on a new Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. By Dr. Pepper, always one of a kind. By Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, moments worth covering are never accidents. By HEB, here everything is better. And by the Baylor Graduate School. Discover, learn, make a difference. Into Brittany again, working against Dolson. Turn, shoot, scores. Baylor has the lead for the first time tonight, 30 to 29. Back between the rings, gets a screen from Corey Jefferson, gives it to Austin. His three is good. 